Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Fight Night. As we know, Jake Paul squeezed Jesus out a win Christ. from Pedro Pascal. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, when Pedro did he beat Pas- up the Mandalorian? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. Oberon. The guy, uh, I forgot his name, but he looks like the he looks like the actor who plays Mandalorian. <laughs> so, so you don't remember the fighter's name, so you decide to just say, that's Pedro Pascal. Yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. But we've seen we've seen both the Paul brothers now fighting. But guys, which which you star which you star which YouTube star would you guys like to see Jake Paul fight next? <laughs> David Dobrik. Oh man, I I want to see. No, that's a hate crime. Never mind. I was gonna say, <laughs> I, I was gonna say James Charles. <laughs> well, is it a hate crime if you deserve it? Oh. <laughs> Yeah, so far we've mentioned like we've mentioned people that are like not in the limelight anymore. Who's that little kid that opens toys? <laughs> Ryan's toys. <laughs> no, no, no. I like this because I was thinking like get him on something like Pokemon because like <laughs> it's a win-win either way because either no. Jake Paul just beat up Pokemon or which he'll get canceled for or Pokemon will win and that's just amazing. Like I'm talking Jake Paul needs to just absolutely destroy the cast of Coco Melon. <laughs> <laughs> what's uh, what's Fred doing these days? <laughs> Personally, I I think it's time that Toby Turner was punished for his sins. I think it's time we throw him in the ring. I I want to see some I want to see some fresh uh, fresh squeezed juice from the annoying orange squad, like <laughs> <laughs> a boxing match with unbox therapy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what about the uh, what about the the fine bros? They have to fight. He has to fight oh, yeah. all seventeen of the teens. In, uh, <laughs> <the fine> <laughs> <laughs> I know not see... the te- not the teens. That's too easy. I need them to fight the elders. React. Cast. <laughs> <laughs> Well, now the fight night's over, we've moved on to uh, to movies. We don't cover fights anymore. Uh, we've we've lowered our standards and gone with a movie podcast instead. <laughs> we got uh, we got that cease and desist letter from ESPN Plus, and we had to stop. Yeah, <laughs> I can't afford a lawsuit with these these stir the plot stacks. So, um, welcome. This is Stir the Plot, a podcast for movie lovers where we watch the first and last scenes of a movie. And then we try to guess what happens in between. My name is Brady King. My name's Derek Fultz. I'm Colton Hart. I'm Tyler. Hey, do y'all hear some some heavy breathing on the call? What is that? <laughs> is there someone in the room with us? Who is that? I normally hear extra voices, but I think I hear <laughs> even more. Uh, these are a couple of the hosts from the illustrious One Take podcast. Uh, Royden Ogletree and Dex Hinton. Go ahead and introduce yourselves, boys. Dex, go ahead. I talk enough on our podcast. Thanks, Oprah. Um, I'm happy to be here. <laughs> were you silenced or were you silenced? <laughs> yeah, I'm Dex Hinton. Um, me and Royden, we're over on the One Take Pod where we just talk about random movies and make very bad jokes. Not an improv guy, but I love Derek and I love Star of the Plot, so I'm excited to be here. Stop! Wow. So uh, ours is literally just, uh, it started as, oh, we'll talk about movies, and then it sort of divulged into, um, we just break down the movie step by step, and it ends it ends up us being just completely destroying whatever movie that we end up talking about. <laughs> I, I, I had the pleasure of watching a little bit of the uh, Inception live mm-hmm. stream, and... Uh, <laughs> The the subsequent takedown of Inception yeah. as a pretentious, full of itself movie that's not actually trying to say anything was a a sight to behold. Live. It was a revelation to Derek all of a sudden and to <laughs> yes. and to us actually. Dex, <laughs> well, because it's 
Well, because it's like you hear Christopher Nolan movies and you're like, oh, he's a he's an artist. He's an auteur of the craft. And he is. But then when you break down, like, what is his film actually trying to say? You're like, wait. This so, does explain why you came on our show so full of rage and angst. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is funny because that's kind of what we do, too, because we'll be halfway through and be like, hey, is this a faith-based film? Like, I think so. <laughs> what is this movie? <laughs> also, I love that we both came out with Inception episodes, like, at the same time. We were incepted. Yeah, Nolan. Like, <laughs> It was a podcast within a podcast. Within <laughs> yeah. a podcast. I feel like that joke was staring us right in the face. Which podcast incepted the other to do Inception as a podcast? Is the top what still I spinning, Derek? <laughs> I mean, TV, TVD, I don't know. But yeah, sorry. My name's Royden, by the way. I didn't get that one in there. <laughs> uh, well, we're disembarking from the Nolan train this week. And we're moving on to bigger and better things. Today, we're going to be doing 1988's anime Akira. Has anybody seen this movie? Not in the slightest. Yeah, no idea. No, oh, great. This one. I have not seen it. It's. I bought it on PlayStation uh, when they still sold movies uh, with the full intent of watching it like five years ago. Right. Never watched it. You're right. It was the, it was the pop culture thing to do at the time. I get it. Well, it was like, man... These rappers really do love the movie Akira. Maybe I should actually watch this movie. Yeah, maybe I should know what they're talking about, but no. Is this a Weebs film? Uh, I'll, I'll let Derek get defensive. Yeah. <laughs> let me. <laughs> well, for, well, first, we don't prefer to be called Weebs. We are anime enthusiasts. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, I mean, yes and no. I mean, it, it's like Akira is one of these movies that's like it's inspired so many people. Like there are scenes that people have made in movies and music videos that have like directly paralleled and like copied Akira just because of like some iconic imagery. But mm. like, I don't feel like the normal like movie going person's like, I want to go watch Akira. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Well, so this movie came out in 1988 and I think was pretty revolutionary for its time, just in the way it, uh, it handled animation and plot structure and things like that. But we, we can discuss it after um, today. We're going to dismantle it. We're going to destroy <laughs> it and we're going to rebuild it brick by brick from the ashes. So the way this podcast works is we um, watch the first and last scenes and then completely try to reconstruct what happens in the movie. Since we can't play movie audio on the podcast, we instead convert the scenes into screenplay format. Colton will be narrating for us, and Derek and I and our lovely guests will be playing a few different characters today. Um, how are we doing subtitles on this one? Yeah, y'all know y you guys are fluent in Japanese. <laughs> yeah, I will not be a dubbed podcast. <laughs> yes, Derek should have told you that before you got on the show. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, you know, so sometimes things slip. Okay, well, if everybody's ready, Colton, why don't you go ahead and start the engine and take us away? <laughs> All right. <clears throat> We pan silently over the sprawling Tokyo skyline, stretching as far as the eye can see. The air is completely still. Suddenly, a white flash erupts in the distance, and a massive explosion swallows the city whole. 31 years after World War II, 2019, Tokyo. We cut to the interior of a sleazy inner city bar, where a bored bartender flips through TV channels on the overhead screen. A patron with a clean-cut mohawk approaches the bar. All right, what'll it be? Red venues, three of them. He glances suspiciously over towards Kaneda, dressed in a red leather jacket. Another man, Yamagata, bursts through the bar entrance and marches over to Kaneda. We've got the clown's corner near the expressway. Kaneda presses a few more buttons on the jukebox before the bartender snaps at him. Hey, this isn't a dance-off. 
You've got a bad attitude, Pops. Lighten up before your arteries harden. Yamagata nudges the patron at the bar. That stuff will stunt your growth. How many times do I have to tell you, punks? At least he's a paying customer. Then I won't tell him what's in it, huh? All right. Clowns, spikes, drinks. This is a... <laughs> Sounds like a typical Friday night for me. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Last Friday night. Um, so just so you guys know, from here we just proceed to throw spaghetti at the wall until <laughs> something sticks. First off, first right off the gate, he says it's not a dance. It's not a dance what did he say? He said it's not off. a dance off. Dance off. what if it was? What if it is a dance off? <laughs> what if it is a dance off? Sir, <laughs> sir, sir, sir. Step up two, Tokyo. <laughs> yes. Step up three, Tokyo Drift. <laughs> <laughs> what if this is like a like a Footloose type situation where he's like, where where Kanada, on Japan? Yeah. <laughs> where where Kanada is like. It's 2019. Dancing has been outlawed because the last time someone danced, there was a nuclear explosion. There was a nuclear explosion. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> the Pentecostals have been trying to warn us for years. Not the Pentecostals. The Baptists said this day would come. <laughs> the, all of Tokyo is run by the Southern Baptist Convention. Red, red venues is just Red Bull that like gives them energy to dance like faster. Yeah, that's, that's it, right. Um so this is starring Scarlett Johansson, correct? Oh, absolutely. 100%. Oh, 100%, yes. Famous Asian-American actress, Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> Scarlett Johansson and... Uh, Emma Stone. Emma, yeah, Emma Stone. <laughs> Who are named Yamagata and <laughs> Kaneda. The clowns yes. are here to scare everybody and stop them from dancing because the clowns are terrifying. Okay. Oh, let's well, that's go. Why, yes, that's sir. why the 2016 clown scare happened. They were trying to keep everybody from... From dancing. From yeah. Dancing. yeah. <laughs> so it's like to in order yeah, in order to keep everyone to stop dancing, they employed these like in twenty sixteen they brought out all these clowns, so everyone's like, no, these you dancing? The Southern Baptist Convention employed a bunch of clowns. <laughs> <laughs> when has that ever happened? <laughs> <laughs> and and they they are disguised as hitmen to stop people from dancing. Right. The, the only thing that they're not allowed to do is be women. <laughs> and girls just want to have fun we know that yes enter yeah. scarlett johansson and emma stuff and so they're in this bar this is like a it's like a speakeasy but for dancing i guess <laughs> yes right <laughs> and um or uh the bartender has already gotten like a citation once or something like that about uh him, them finding people dancing in his bar and so like whenever canada is going through the jukebox He's like, no, 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 stop. He's like, no, don't do that. Yeah, no, yeah. No, no. Having a jukebox is bad enough. Like, right, that, yeah. that just leads on, to you're it. You're on but. thin ice already as is. Yep. <laughs> if mm -hmm. I see a single foot tap, the clowns are coming, baby. Please come to Bruno Mars. Do not play it. Do not set that off again. <laughs> I just want to listen to the talking heads. I don't want to dance. I just... <laughs> <laughs> the bartender was a famous uh, ballet uh, person, if you will. Gotcha. Was in the ballet. Yeah. The bartender is uh, Bruno Tagnoli from right. Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> he says, "Do not dance." <laughs> What'll it be? He's been he's been allowing these these two young uh, characters to come in and dance. Uh, in, I, can, in I could just imagine this bar in the middle of town. Only two people are there, and you just see him just. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Listen, man, you got to get your fix where you can. Is this no, crumping? No, like the the softest music, the windows are tinted. But if you look real close, you can see the outline of two teenagers just like doing the twist. Just house music and they're just going at it. <laughs> well, what happened was teens started getting on TikTok and the Southern Baptist Convention did not like that. And so no. they, they renegated themselves right out of there. <laughs> oh my god! And it all came to it, it all came to a head with the two C slide incident of 2015. <laughs> they were all caught doing the mannequin challenge, and that was it. That was, that was it. it. That was done. That's so, demon worship, right so there. So these guys, they've got they've got like previous citations, but they're they're revolutionaries. They want to start a, a dancing fever in the city. They want to bring mm. they want to like bring back dancing because right. it's like. It's just it's been too much. Like they've been they've been uh, they've been stifled for so long that they just can't help. They can't yes. help it. They have mm-hmm. to dance. But they're still kind of religious because they don't want yeah. people to drink. So <laughs> yeah. you know, they're still a little socially liberal, fiscally conservative. Like, <laughs> wow, I didn't know there was a word for me, but I, I figured it out. <laughs> so like we we can we can deal with dancing, but like we draw the line at alcohol. <laughs> so they're like that's yeah. I guess venues are just like. I don't know. It's just another like fancy Tokyo word for chocolate milk. <laughs> <laughs> Chalky milk make pango away. <laughs> three three chocolate milks will probably put you in the same state as a couple shots of vodka. So. <laughs> oh, I don't want to do anything. Scarlett Johansson lost her dad to a venue overdose. <laughs> Guys, that's not funny. My dad was a chocoholic. <laughs> My dad was killed by a chocolate milk. My dad was a chocolate milk. <laughs> How do you feel now? <laughs> okay, so I like this post-apocalyptic dance-off world we've created. I think this is good. Uh, but I also think that there's really only one way that we're going to find out where this movie goes from here. And it's for Colton to read the next scene. Okie dokie. We tilt up from behind a half-destroyed Tokyo, where Kaneda kneels amidst the rubble. A small glowing spark of energy floats gently into his palms. He whispers a name. Tetsuo. His friend Kai approaches from behind. Kaneda? Thank you. You called me back. I heard you. Another man approaches. Kasuke, with tears in his eyes. Uh, Kaneda? You... Where's Tetsuo? Tetsuo's gone. The others, too. And Akira. Kaneda, a while ago, you... Kasuke sprints toward Kaneda and embraces him. You're alive! I thought you were gone, too. Tetsuo... What happened to him? Is he dead? I don't know. Suddenly, a glaring light spills over the trio. Bright sunlight peeks through the clouds. A cheery voice calls out. Someday we will be. I am Tetsuo. So I'm I'm guessing uh, that Tetsuo is like the leader of this... Mm. Like res- of this dancing resistance, I think we can yeah. go ahead and say he's played by Kevin Bacon. I think that's <laughs> oh, incredible cameo at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just a just a little snippet for the for the footage. Yeah, because we 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 never see the leader on screen. He's always just like alluded to, <laughs> or he's like uh, Te- Tetsuo is like their deity they worship. <laughs> oh hell, Kevin Bacon! Now we're seeing why the Southern Baptist Convention got involved. <laughs> they- they have rejected the God of the Southern Baptist Convention and they said, we want to follow Kevin. <laughs> Guys, I just made a movie a long time ago. It's not, nope, you are our God now. What if, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Unless. <laughs> what if? What What if, like, they, like, 
the reason why they want to start this is because they found they found a DVD copy of Footloose and they thought it was a documentary. The sacred text. <laughs> the sacred text. <laughs> they saw the final scene of Footloose and they were like, "That could be us. That could be us." <laughs> this man, Kevin Bacone, has some ideas. Yes, yes. <laughs> I'm gonna take off my Sunday shoes. <laughs> Just like Kevin Bacon said. Well, what happens when they stumble across the crappy remake of the like 2012 version? Heresy. It's heresy. That, that is, that is like. Is that the New Testament or is that just. <laughs> a, that's the Southern Baptist Convention trying to <laughs> <Yes>. get. <laughs> trying to like. Trying to rewrite history. Yeah. Denounce the re- them. Yeah. yeah. The remake is propaganda. <laughs> yes. Could you imagine what would have happened to this world if they'd have found Tremors instead of Footloose? <laughs> what weird sort of god shit he'd have. <laughs> like I said, guys, faith-based. <laughs> so yeah, they. Uh, so uh, Kevin Bacon, or as they call him Tetsuo, for some reason, uh, <laughs> roughly translated. It's, uh, yeah, it's a it's a mistranslation. Yeah. Yeah, it's 2019 Tokyo. They've lost language. Right. <laughs> they they they, <laughs> they start this resistance group. And they're fighting against this. This is so funny. Just as the sentence that I have to say, they're fighting against the Southern Baptist Convention. <laughs> we could say like one of the inciting incident is like one of the friends of like Canada is kidnapped by the Southern Baptist Convention and they stick him in a room and like have Chris Tomlin serenade him for hours on end until he talks. <laughs> they have the, they take him to Liberty University and they trap him in the basement where the members, where the members of newsboys are constantly beating him. Beat him with bars of soap and socks. God's not dead! Surely he laughed! Yeah, Liberty University is where clowns are truly made. <laughs> so, uh, they decide to go, you know, they've, they've had enough. Yes. And they've decided to go to war. Uh, but they've been warned by, you know, the clowns and the members of the Southern Baptist Convention. What's the difference? I'm not sure. <laughs> that, you know, if they were to start dancing again, then it would be just like uh, the last explosion that happened. I was going to say, the dancing causes, they warn that the dancing causes so much kinetic energy buildup that it makes an atomic bomb. <laughs> the, the atmosphere is so fragile in this area. <laughs> in this era, yeah. yeah. That they're just like, please. What if the bumping like, and grinding causes so much friction? That it's <laughs> yeah. No, that'll do it. Well, they've never, they've never seen moves like this. Yeah. Like, no. They've they've never right. seen these gy- gyrating hips and <laughs> and thrusts before. Well, it's like what if uh in like the middle of the movie they stumble upon like a library and they find all these other movies like like uh Dirty Dancing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just, name one other name one other dancing movie, Bra- Derek. Step up from Step Up Two. <laughs> step Up Two. Step Up Higher. Step Up Three D. Step Up Once More with Feeling. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, I am asking you to step up. That's the Bernie Sanders one. <laughs> um, so they, like I was saying, they stumbled across the library. They see all these other dancing movies, and they like start practicing the moves because that's the, the that's the moves they're going to use uh, against the Southern Baptist Convention right, to yeah. save their friend. <laughs> Um, they see Chris Brown's handstand from Stomp the Yard. <laughs> <laughs> There's got to be like a Rocky-esque montage where they're learning like the moves from Step Up 2. <laughs> Doing the pony from Magic Might. 
There's a there's like the scene from Dirty Dancing where they're trying to like lift the girl up and they just can't get yeah, it. Yeah, that's true. And then like finally they do and it's all sweaty and that's gross. the move that causes another explosion. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick Swayze's in this movie as Kai. Yes. Mm, uh, yeah. Okay. Well, now this is gonna we've got to cast this thing. We've got to we've got to build our dancing universe. Oh right. <laughs> well, Kaneda is already Emma Stone. Right. Akira is Omarion, who was. <laughs> Who was Scar Joe and Emma Stone's best friend, but was turned into the leader of the clowns that had to stop all the dancing. And so they're trying to rescue him and right. bring him well, back. Well, it says we tilt up from a half-destroyed Tokyo. I'm going to say half that destruction was just residual from the dance-off that happened. They they right. haven't quite learned how to control the power, so there's some residual. Well, they all started doing the Footloose line dance, and then every white person within a quarter-mile vicinity joined in, and it just destroyed right. the entire city. Levitating by Dua Lipa came on and unlocked <laughs> something in everyone's brain to get all them to start dancing. Right foot levitating. <laughs> all of a sudden, you hear Copperhead Road, and it's just like, no, pop, pop. no, 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 no. <laughs> and then the world is destroyed, and then uh, the skies part, and Tetsuo <laughs> <laughs> comes down. Kevin Bacon's my time. And their god, Kevin Bacon, comes and visits them and manifests in front of them and says, I am Tetsuo. <laughs> Kevin Bacon comes out of the clouds like Mufasa in the Lion King. <laughs> Simba. Remember, <laughs> throw it back. <laughs> throw it in a circle. <laughs> Grab the wall. <laughs> so I love that uh, Kevin Bacon sort of like manifests himself and then gives a single spark to Kaneda, who is then has to take up the mantle of Kevin Bacon and and keep his spirit alive. Mm -hmm. right. Just kind of, it's like a reward. It's like his heavenly reward for being faithful. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Kevin Bacon is not a is not a person. It's a title. Right, mm. exactly. Kaneda <laughs> becomes a paladin. Because it's literally six degrees of separation from the original. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sidebar, I love how he's just leaned into that. He's just in commercials now. And they're like, hey, six degrees of me. You're just like, ah. I mean, it's let's like, be honest. What else has the man got going on? I'm Kevin Bacon. Remember in the 80s when you wanted to have sex with me? <laughs> <laughs> Your mom still does. <laughs> and I'm sitting there being like, I wasn't alive in the 80s, but now that you mention it. Now that you mention it? Mr. Bacon, who are you? <laughs> Mr. Bacon, please, Mr. Mr. Bacon, how'd you get in my house? Please yeah. leave. Do you think he was called Mr. Bacon, like, it, like in formal place? Like, I just don't think I could. I'd be like, I think I'd look at it and be like, I'm going to call you Kevin. Like, <laughs> Is Kevin Bacon his government name? Like, did... <laughs> Did his mother and father, I, Mr. and Mrs. Bacon. There's no way you choose Kevin Bacon as your <laughs> mm -mm. stage name. Uh, we all know him. That's true. We do all know Kevin him. Kevin Norwood Bacon. <laughs> yeah, I looked it up too. It's <laughs> Norwood? Norwood. I feel like I'd go by Kevin Norwood at that point. Like, yeah, by that point, yeah. I was right? really hoping Bacon was going to be short for like Bacathan or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> Bacon. Bacon. Um, well, I, I think we have successfully stirred up the plot of this movie into something, I don't know about better, but uh, <laughs> it is a movie. Yeah. Dex would give it an A-plus on our podcast. <laughs> what a world this would be if y'all took a movie we made and then ripped it apart to short. Oh, gosh. that would. There's too many, plot there's too many plot holes. Yeah, there's way too many plot holes. Cinema Sins would have a field day with our podcast. We cross all our T's. We dot all our I's. 
I don't know what you're talking about. ScarJo kind of phoned in this performance, but Omarion was giving it his all. I just really <laughs> love that from him. I think he deserves the Oscar nomination. Emma Stone, <laughs> Emma Stone once again phoning it in. Look, we're not saying that they should play Asians, but this wasn't that bad. <laughs> well, it's animated. It's animated. The actual plot of this movie is not a Footloose spinoff. Okay. Um, it's actually a movie about the Japanese government who drops an atomic bomb on Tokyo um, after experimentation, and these children eventually gain powers from it. Oh, we're not far um, off. And Kaneda, who is the leader of a bike uh, gang in Tokyo, has to go save his friend Tetsuo, who is actually one of these children and um, doesn't quite know how to control his power. But it's a great movie. You guys should give it a watch. I think you can find it pretty much wherever movies are sold. Blockbuster, movie gallery, you know. Paywall? Hollywood video. Movie gallery. Oh, my God. (laughs) Could I find it on Put Locker? (laughs) Pirate Bay? (laughs) Guys, you're going to demonetize us. We invite you into our house. (laughs) Y'all got monetization? Jeez. Um, Well, I think that about wraps up the plot of Akira. I had a good time. What do you guys, how do you guys feel like we did? Yeah. <laughs> what, yeah. what about what if I just I didn't like it to be honest. I didn't it like it. Bad. It sucked. I don't know if people watch Footloose. I'm guaranteeing that they would watch with the star power in this movie. Oh, Omarion alone puts asses <laughs> in the seats. Yeah, For sure. that's, that's super fair. Omarion yeah. is underutilized as an actor, and mm. I feel <laughs> don't don't. <laughs> <laughs> this is exactly why he's underutilized because if people like Royden, that whenever I say Omarion is underutilized in Hollywood, you're like uh. <laughs> that sentence has never been uttered ever. And <laughs> I just did it. I just uttered. Moo moo, I uttered. No. <laughs> you take that out of your mouth. <laughs> take that. Uh, Colton, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you segue, or somebody segue us. I don't care. Derek. I'll well, segue. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I think you know how things work around here. Why don't you go ahead and segue us? <laughs> all right. Um, one. All right, everyone. Uh, repeat after me. One hop this time. Bam. One hop this time. Bam. Slide to the left. Bam. Slide into our next segment, Colton. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Shaken Not Stirred, the part of the podcast where we take a random popular movie or TV show and we pair it with a random movie genre and we create a completely different movie based on the two. Um, it's a real, it's a real fun time. Um, and there is an ad for Yu-Gi-Oh cards next to this wheel that I have, and so I am distracted, <laughs> surprising absolutely no one. <laughs> this SEO marketing's gotten crazy. <laughs> What's our first movie? Million Dollar Baby is our first movie. <laughs> okay. Oh, oh God. God. Time. Um, paired with a weird fight movie that gets sad. <laughs> uh, uh, period piece. Oh, boy. <laughs> Benjamin Franklin's trying to raise a prodigy child, and he yes! pays a million dollars yeah. for said baby. So it's like the pacifier, but instead of being a... A military event. He's trying to invent lightning. (laughs) Yes, famous inventor of lightning, Benjamin Franklin. (laughs) He's too busy inventing spectacles. I do say, Miss Frenchman, is that a million dollar baby? (laughs) (laughs) So you think Benjamin Franklin's like uh, 
sister comes and drops off the kids for a weekend. Played by Hillary Swank. (laughs) 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 And they get into all kinds of hijinks as they like break down his lab and push things over. And I tell you what, this baby's costing me about a million dollars. That's a, that's a million dollar baby. You got there. Hillary Swank. (laughs) Roll credits. (laughs) <laughs> directed by Clint Eastwood <laughs> if that was the case then it's just Benjamin Franklin yelling at an empty chair for 45 minutes <laughs> remember when we didn't have lightning oh, God, people start blaming him for lightning strikes because like he invented it and now it's always like <laughs> that's true my grandpappy got struck by lightning Mr. Franklin it's your fault <laughs> I'm suing you for a million dollars and your baby <laughs> and your baby <laughs> Oh boy. All right, Colton, let's get another one. All right. Blues Brothers. Blues Brothers as a. uh, Blues Brothers is a romantic comedy. Oh, goodness. Like the, it's like it's like just like the property brothers. <laughs> <laughs> what if it's just like two sad like sad boy like brothers two who sad are like trying brothers? to find trying to find love and it's just like everything's going wrong for them at every turn until they meet Jessica Alba. <laughs> it's Steve from Blues Clues and his brother. <laughs> <laughs> I was just watching Blues Clues the other day, and I said, get that man a wife. He looks sad. (laughs) Yeah, he's got all these dogs and cats and talking salt shakers, and what he doesn't have is a partner. It's like, Well, Blue the dog has most of the star power, so he always comes second to Blue, so he he doesn't really have time for himself. Blue doesn't want him to find a woman, because then that means less time. For for her, right? Or what if he does, and it's like a parent trap situation? Oh, oh yes, I love that. It's the next door okay. neighbor. I think that's canon. I think they have a next door neighbor that is a woman. <laughs> <laughs> Official Blues Clues canon. <laughs> Clearly, Blue was trying to set up Steve with the girl from Out of the Box because okay. she was down the street. Oh, uh, and then there it is. you know they start getting a little too friendly, and Blue said. Which roughly translates to "How dare you leave me?" Uh, (laughs) You think you are after after everything I've given you. Open the door, or I'm gonna throw rocks through your window. (laughs) Blue, blue is just a constant string of profanity. (laughs) I so I I hear I hear your uh, out of the box girl, and I raise you big comfy couch girl. Yes. (laughs) Big Comfy Couch Girl is also the nickname I had in high school. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Type that in in to safe search in Google. You'll get different answers. This might be too chaotic for the pod. Um, I do wonder if there's like Blue's Clues like fan fiction. (laughs) Colton, you stop typing right now. Get your hands off the keyboard. My magnum opus. <laughs> Our FBI agent's like, oh wait, wait, wait. Oh boy, what you up to? The FBI agent leans in. He's like, he's one more word, one more word. I got you. Oh Content man, engage. Let's get another one. Let's get, let's get another one before we before we go too far. Uh, night at the museum. Yes. 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 Sold. Robin Williams' magnum opus. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Night at the Museum as a science fiction movie. Oh. 
I mean, yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, we're, we're in that realm. <laughs> Museums in space. No. It's um, the space museum. Yeah, this is not a museum for museums <laughs> in space. Just like, just like. Fast, it's a Fast and the Furious crossover where they're having to go to the moon, where they're going to space like always. The yeah, only vehicle they haven't used yet is a rocket. <laughs> we're rolling with that. Uh, Elon Musk has found a way to bring uh, museum exhibits to life. He said, <laughs> we're going to send these up in the next SpaceX launch. Um, he's got like the T-Rex. He's got Teddy Roosevelt, Sacagawea. Uh, Genghis we're Khan. gonna send Ben Stiller into space <laughs> as he should be <laughs> right <laughs> where he belongs and so they they send him to the moon and then the they can't bring them back and so it's like a Martian situation they have to <laughs> except Ben Stiller's eating the wax figurines like <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry Mr. Wilson <laughs> it, 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 it uh, just takes a deep dive into sci-fi horror you like wait wait wait, wait. Uh, he go they launch him into space and because he can't get back he starts kind of developing cabin fever and thinks all the figures are coming to life yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> they've tasked ben stiller with starting the first museum on the moon <laughs> and yes. now and take all of our priceless artifacts yes. and put them on the moon earth is dying yeah earth is a ticking time bomb get them out of here it's it's the wally crossover crossover we've all wanted mm. um okay hear me out though okay so they launch all the museum artifacts into space uh-huh. The ship gets stuck in like the middle of nothing. There's uh-huh. no sunset, so the museum stuff can't come back to life <gasps> at night because there is oh, no nighttime. No. So Ben Stiller does an astronaut training montage to go to space <laughs> and put all of the museum stuff <laughs> on a new planet where it's night all the time. <laughs> the U.S. government has determined that the, the, the National History Museum contains threats to national security. <laughs> <laughs> so they and said, that the one man who can save us all is Ben Stiller. <laughs> <laughs> is this night security guard that has interactions with them? You are so underqualified. What are you doing? I have to go save my friends. <laughs> but imagine this man coming into the office foaming at the mouth like, Teddy! I gotta save Teddy. <laughs> Get me up there. He's like, Robin I have, to, I have to save the I have to save the little gladiator and the cowboy. <laughs> dumb dumb look, dumb gum. I have to go. <laughs> I have his gum. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> so thank you so much, Colton, for that uh truly wonderful round of Shaken Not Sir. That was actually <laughs> that was a great one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and now uh we go into the penultimate part of our podcast, uh Real Talk. Where mm. we each give you a suggestion of something to watch that we've seen over the past week or so. Um, I will go ahead and start. I watched uh, Trial of the Chicago Seven last oh. night, oh, and yeah, um, I'm gonna go ahead and recommend it. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna preface this by recommending it to you uh, because everyone should watch good film. Uh, this movie did not hold my attention at all. <laughs> really? Oh, really? It, it got me at the end. I was like, okay, now I'm a little more invested in these people. But like in the beginning, I was just like, oh my gosh, why are these people just all so pretentious? <laughs> like he said, Transformers Four is really more my pace. Yeah, I'm more. I'm more of a uh, a Fast Nine. <laughs> no, I, no, like I legitimately think it was a very good movie. Um, it was just like. I don't know, like trying to like keep up with it and like not be distracted while watching it in my home was a little, it was a little hard. Um, but like at the very end, I was able to like finally focus in and being like, okay, wow, this is actually a really good ending for this movie, which I mean, it's probably the real ending that happened in real life. So 
Every everyone wins. <laughs> well, <laughs> except for the people. Yeah. yeah. Well, right. Except for everybody in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. Trial of uh, Trial of the Chicago Seven. Watch it uh, so you can brag to your friends that you've seen an Oscar contender. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Colton, how about you? What you got going on? Um, it's time to duel, ladies. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> if you bring you, if you bring you yo up again one more time, I swear. No, uh, I started watching. Um, I'm a few episodes into Invincible, which we've already talked about on the podcast. Um, very, very fun. Very, very interesting. Again, it is not for kids. Like for the first, like very much not so. Yeah, literally, like the first entire. I literally texted Brady. I was like. So this is just Justice League. And then I was like, this is not Justice League. <laughs> he texted me. He said, this is Justice League, right? I said, just wait. Give think, it 20 yeah. minutes. I would say think of a more, think of a more, if you've seen The Boys, I'd say think yeah. of a more serious The Boys. It's still funny. It's still like Seth Rogen produced and everything else. But oh, yeah. That's what that's yeah. what I would that's what I would compare it to yeah. if you want to give it something. I really enjoy it. Um, it's It's a very fun movie, but... Uh, what I will recommend um, is Fire Force. I've been watching that um, anime here recently. Um, I've watched it off and on for a little while now, but I'm I'm kind of mm. like dialing more in to it. Um, <clears throat> I just keep seeing videos and stuff of it, and I'm like, yeah, this is what I need to just binge this bad boy <laughs> and let's go. <laughs> <laughs> just get it over um, with. But it's a very fun anime. It's got some really cool fight scenes. Um, it's very fast-paced, too, um, which... I enjoy there's not like a like you're, it's almost too fast in my opinion but it's like it's not like a slow burn it's like yes I don't know who this sounds person like is. you might like that one Derek you child <laughs> would you say that it's too fast too furious <laughs> oh my gosh do you know they're making another one like they're yeah you were joking about going to space but in this one I think they go to space they do go to the space they shoot uh, they shoot Ludacris into the into the stars. <laughs> Ludacris can now say that he's the first rapper to ever visit space. Look, Young Metro didn't trust him. You know, like it says, Young Stupid, Metro don't trust you. He's going to shoot Shut to up. The moon. Shut up. <laughs> um, so I, I just recently watched uh, King of Staten Island. I think oh, you guys man. did an episode on this one. We did. Right? Wow, yeah, that is a throwback. That, that episode is... Uh, for, the, for those of you that want to, don't start with that episode. If you want to <laughs> Remind me to ask you all about that later. Um, right. King of Staten Island. I actually, I thought it was pretty brilliant. I thought Pete Davidson did a really good job. Um, it's funny. It's it's basically about his life growing up without his dad and entering into the world of comedy. Um, I don't think Pete Davidson's going to win any awards by any means for his performance. But you know what? He got the job done. And I thought it was just a fun, easy movie to watch. Well written by him, uh, but it suffers from Apatow being like, I got to put everything, every scene I film in this movie. Did y'all see Pete Davidson's commentary of the um, Jake Paul fight? Of the fight? It's, he's, he's like, <laughs> none of these dudes matter. I don't know why I'm here. <laughs> he's like, we literally all hate Jake Paul. Like, you're like, we all were rooting for you. And the guy's like, oh, really? He's like, yeah, like, F that guy. It's like. <laughs> cool. Uh, so last week, HBO Max started a new show. I guess it's based on a book, but I don't read because reading's for yellow bellies. It's called, <laughs> it's called The it's Nevers. Fair. It's basically like Bridgerton meets X-Men meets like, I don't know, like murder mystery. It's only one episode is out so far. It comes out on Sunday nights. So after the pod, I will be watching the newest episode, but oh, yeah, yeah. It nice. it bangs so far. That first episode was incredible television. Joss Whedon is heavily involved, so we'll see how it goes. Ooh. But 
<laughs> you know, they didn't have the foresight to like remove his name from the credits. <laughs> Dude, you watch the credits and it's like created by Joss Whedon, produced by Joss Whedon, written by Joss Whedon. It's like, oh, damn, like, we, this, this can only end badly. But, you know, for now. I'm enjoying the ride, so we'll see where it goes. <laughs> HBO Max, shout out, sponsor the pod. He did. Uh, he did produce that one season of television that everybody won't shut up about. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, he made the first Avengers movie. We should give him a break. <laughs> Firefly is the best show that has ever. Why didn't he get any other seasons? Sorry. Uh, <laughs> Cue reality TV show music. <laughs> the I, I've been. I am awful. If you listen to the pod, I'm just terrible at starting things and never finishing them. <laughs> so like I will start shows. Uh, but right now, and Derek saw, I tweeted that, but I, I've been watching attack on Titan. Oh, come uh, on. It is the wildest show. I think I've ever seen in my yep. entire life. Absolutely. Uh, Hang also, in there. It's only, it's only going to go downhill. Yeah. It's where are you at? Oh, very, very start. Like episode. Okay. Five. Oh man. Oh. Yeah. Oh. yeah. I love how that's oh, the brother. consensus of like, hang in there, buddy. Like the cat hanging on to the, yeah. <laughs> hanging on the wire. I mean, it starts off at a 10, but like, there's so much backstory and world building in this show already that I'm just kind of like, okay, I'm, I'm hooked. Cause I'm like, I'm stupid when I, when I'll like, I can't get through a show cause I'll pause it <laughs> and then like look up. Okay. So how big are these walls? Like, you know, yeah, I mean? yeah, 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 bro. Me, I, you gotta have like the logistics. Well, they have the freaking little, like that. They have the little cut scenes where they show off the little information, right? It's 0.5 seconds long. Like I can't read. You like, gotta pause so, it. Like yeah. back it up, pause it. Oh, Okay, that's just about how they like swing from. I don't care. I just like. But no, it's, literally, it's, some of them will be like, "This is a cannon." Like, okay, I got that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's that, that show's really, really kind of interesting. And I'm not a huge anime fan, but um, I'm also on the Invincible train. I got to watch the latest episode. If I'm given the option of binge watching something, if it doesn't catch my interest within the first like three episodes, and I know I can just. It's all there waiting for me regardless. Mm -hmm. I will not watch it. It's such mm -hmm. a weird backhanded way because Amazon figured out, Amazon and HBO Max figured out, they're like, hey, we're just going to give it to you episode by episode. And I'm like, okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sounds good. They, Disney Plus. Yeah. Like, like that actual TV thing that exists. Yeah, I was going to say, they reinvented cable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, yeah. Turns out people will pay longer if it's just, right. if, it's, if, we, if we make them. Uh, Invincible is incredible. I think it's very fun. It's not the best thing you've ever seen, but I think it's very fun TV. Um, mm -hmm. And then also I'm binging. I saying that I am binging uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier because we do have an episode about that. Yeah. Up. Uh, real, uh, oh, beautiful. I was say, real quick, what uh, what are y'all's thoughts on it? I'm on episode four. I'm at the middle of episode four, gotcha. so I know there's something coming, but do not spoil it for me. Okay. Okay. I, uh, yeah. I think it is way better than people give it credit for in the very beginning episodes. But I, uh, I agree. I'm, I'm a, with you. Yeah, I'm a dumb I'm a dumb movie boy, so like anything Marvel, I'm like, this is great. <laughs> I, I will say, like, there was a lot of talk online about episode five that did not meet the hype. Like I that's just like Well, I think that like it was a it was like a, a an old WandaVision misdirect where yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They tell us like, oh, there's this new character coming, and it's like it is technically a new character. Uh, but right. regardless, I'm not going to go super into it just because Royden's not there yet. Yeah. Uh, Royden, watch the last credit scene on episode five. There's a end credit scene. <laughs> That's what I will um, say about these shows. They look incredible. They're movie budget TV shows, but then I'm just stuck there 
scrolling through the entire uh, the entire credits, being like, Kevin Feige's gonna get me somewhere. Yeah, you're just, yeah. And as soon as you realize that you've watched the entire German voiceover cast go by, yeah. you're just like. Oh, man. But if you rearrange all of their letters according to a different alphabet, like you, yeah, you can get Kevin Feige in there somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can find him. Yeah, yeah he's there. <laughs> on on top of all of that, um, and we're gonna do that episode. Uh, we have an episode coming up with y'all tonight. But also, um, I've been watching. We've been we have an Oscars rundown later in uh, the week. On on I don't know when this comes out, but. We have an Oscars rundown after the Oscars, so we have to. I have to watch like five movies. <laughs> I have this week. so many movies yeah. to watch because you know we I were we were in luckily, the same boat a week ago. Trust me, <laughs> we, I was like, we're gonna do an Oscars episode on Thursday, and we were like, crap. <laughs> I've luckily I watched three within like twelve hours. Like, yeah, <laughs> I've luckily got my list down to two. Um, and one of them I've really wanted to watch, and the other one I have genuinely no interest in watching. But I'm like, I'm good. Uh, I still need to watch Judas and the Black Messiah. Banger, um, right? And then, awesome. uh, yeah, I've heard really good things about it. I'm really excited for it. And then the last one is Mank. Oh, yeah, yeah Mank no, is the I'm one good. that I'm like, man, I just really don't want to watch. That. I watched Nomadland <laughs> last night, and like, it's fine. It, yeah, nothing happened, but like, it's it's cool. It's pretty. But, yeah, Mank, I'm like, I, I have no yeah. interest in doing this. I don't want any part of this. <laughs> <laughs> not to not to extend this any further, but I, I did watch, um, I think, probably the best movie. Uh, also, I mean, I love uh, Sound of Metal. I mm-hmm. think uh, Riz Ahmed maybe will win Best Actor. Yeah. But um, I, I, The Father tore me apart, man. That movie was incredible. Uh, so Roy, I watched that. Roy and I are big the father heads. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> big father figures. I like that. I'm not kidding though. <laughs> I'm not kidding though. They're making a a, a sequel movie called The Sun. Oh, like, really? That's not a bit. Yeah, that's not a bit. That's uh-uh. the first time I've ever heard of like an Oscar Best Picture contender getting a sequel. Like, yeah, right. Yeah. The canonical father father cinematic universe, <laughs> like the, the the nuclear family cinematic universe. <laughs> <laughs> also, also followed up by the second cl- cousin, twice removed. <laughs> right. <laughs> Mom, dad, drunkle, second cousin. <laughs> and if you haven't seen it, it's on Hulu. Go watch another round um, mm. on Hulu with Mads Mikkelsen. It's uh, was nominated for best. That that man can film. do anything. Ever since I watched him in Hannibal, uh, I think I've just been on a Mickelson train. And gosh, man, what a versatile actor! He's in the new. Uh, he's in the new old man Harrison Ford, uh, Indiana yep. Jones. <laughs> him and Phoebe, him and Phoebe Waller Bridges. Yeah. They've got to put that man in an exoskeleton to get him to do any stunts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be like the Irishman, where De Niro's like struggling through kicking that guy. <laughs> unless it's unless it's fly a plane, he'll happily crash one of those. <laughs> happily crash that bad boy. <laughs> he said. Uh, he said, where, "Where do I sign up?" Before we uh, before we roll the credits, why don't you guys go ahead and tell us a little bit about your show and, and kind of what you guys do? Dex, yeah, I got you. So, like we kind of said earlier, we. We really just like talking about movies and, you know, we just have these kind of circular conversations just really going nowhere in particular about pretty much any level of movie. We do everything from your like snobby Oscar contenders to your you got serves and drum lines. But, um, you know, we just we do a fantasy draft at the end on some related topic. So we just build a super team of movies that are about like. Our favorite biopics. Movie we just or, watched, yeah. yeah our, our favorite comedies or the most pretentious movies or whatever, you know? So it's just, it's just a good time. Come check us out. One Take Pod. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, I've I've sung y'all's praises on the podcast before, but like I, they've y'all have had me on a couple times already, and we could not shut him up. Forty five minutes, good lord. <laughs> there, there was a lot left on the cutting room floor. Yeah, but uh, yeah, go listen to One Take Pod. Where can they find y'all uh, social media wise? You can find us at One Take Pod. That's the number one take pod uh, because for some reason O N E is just taken up on any platform. <laughs> I don't know oh, why. No. <laughs> yeah, so it's just the number one take pod on Twitter and uh, Instagram. You can also go follow uh, Apollo H O U. They uh, retweet. And that's our that's our brand right there, and they follow and retweet us all the time. So go follow them. Uh, go follow them on Twitch, Apollo H O U on Twitch, and you can follow us. Our YouTube is actually one take podcast. The number or the letters O N E take podcast on YouTube, and we will have live stream. We'll have a live stream with y'all tonight. Yeah. So uh, be looking, be looking your best. Oh shoot! I gotta go oh. home. <laughs> I didn't tell me I was gonna have to bathe for this. Oh, we don't. <laughs> Uh, well, I'm sure the Venn diagrams of our listeners don't overlap at all. So <laughs> two, two completely different circles. Well, for our faithful plot thoughts, you can always find us at. <laughs> uh, you can always find us uh, on Instagram at Start the Plot, Facebook, and you can always reach out at StartThePlot at gmail.com. And thank you so much to our Patreon supporters. Um, if you guys want to help support the show, you can head over there. And we we just got our new Oscars episode, our little Oscar. Oscar, our Oscar, Oscar shaken, not, <laughs> our shaken not stirred palooza. It was a, it was a real blast. It was so much fun. Oh Oscar, I can't. Oh Oscar, the vapors, Oscar, the vapors. <laughs> what a picture. So uh, yeah, you can you can head over to our Patreon if you want to help support the show. And as always, you can go onto iTunes, leave us a good uh, a good review. Give us some kind words. We we need every, all the help we can get these days. I love how we've demoted um, it from a five star to just a good review. <laughs> we'll do you one better. We were like, at the very beginning of our podca- podcast, we were like, leave us any sort of review and we'll have you on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we will let you co-host if you just we DM us. So serious You're just panhandling <laughs> guests. You're just like... <laughs> <laughs> Um, and of course, I'd like to thank Eleven Acorn Lane for the use of our theme song, Stay, Electro Swing Remix. You guys are great. They're a good band. Go check them out. I'm done. Whew. All right. Hashtag support will... Florence Pugh. Oh, we got it. Yeah. Hashtag support Florence Pugh. Um, so I leave every episode with a review that I find on the Twitter account at Insane Letterboxd. Uh, this, is an, this is a review from a man named Dash. Uh, he left a half star review for, for a movie from 2006. His review just says, I adored this. What movie is it? <laughs> the Departed. The Departed. I'm going to go with uh, 2006 uh, Pursuit of Happiness. Okay. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to go with The Incredibles. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fit the Dash theme and go with The Incredibles. Okay. I'm going to say Like Mike. Like Mike. Okay. Four incredible guesses, but unfortunately none of them are correct. This is the 2006 horror remake, The Hills Have Eyes. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Brady King. My name's Derek Fultz. My name's Colton Hart. My name is Tyler. You guys can, yeah, we'll we'll let y'all in here. Come on, get in here. Get in, come on. My name is Royden Ogletree. My name is Dex Hinton. And as always, if you see Sandra Bullock, give her a big old hug. And challenge her to a dance battle. Yeah, teach her the power of dance. <laughs> She's the only one who can save us. <laughs>